redefining success. We create opportunities. We develop our skills. And we are shaping how things get done. We are young. We are old. We come in all shapes and sizes, from every background, and different corners of the world. We are brilliant, beautiful, talented, and we are ready to make our voices heard. If you've ever waited for your chance, wondered when you'd get asked to step up, or hoped for the opportunity to share your message, this is it. Women's voices matter. Women's voices matter. Women's voices matter is connecting girls and young ladies who are shaping their lives with seasoned women who have blazed the trails and want to help others find a faster path to success, joy, and fulfillment. You've got something to share. We all have something to learn. This community is your community. Women's Voices Matter. and welcome to Women's Voices Matter. I'm your host, Dr. Kathy, and I'm thrilled to bring to you this topic this week. We are talking about working abroad. So for those of you who are thinking, am I calling you abroad? No, I'm not calling you abroad. I'm talking about working abroad. So if you've ever in your mind thought, you know, it would be so nice to just leave all this chaos and move somewhere else and figure it out, well, this topic is for you. Our speaker today is an advocate for taking chances and following your dreams. She took a chance on love and adventure and is now living her dream of being an international chiropractor in Roma, Italia. So ladies, I'm so excited to bring on today Dottoressa Tristana Williams. Hi everyone, it's so nice to be here with you today. Well, thank you for joining us all the way from Italy. I know it's a different yeah. time zone for you. Yeah. And I appreciate you coming on with us. Listen, this is a topic that a lot of women have kind of dabbled with, thought about, mm -hmm. dreamed about, and envisioned themselves, yeah. oh, wouldn't it be nice to go work abroad for a little while? And you did it. I did it, and I love it. It's an, a really big adventure, and it's amazing, but it also comes with its own challenges, too. And but that's I, exactly what we want to dig into, yes. Exactly, yeah, yeah. No, it's been wonderful. I really love it, and it's been a great adventure, but there's always the good with the bad, right? And so. Having this beautiful adventure and starting a new life here has been full of chaos and stress, but also lots of energy and love and adventure. And I couldn't imagine my life any different now. So there had to be a time when you were younger, before this opportunity of came yeah. about. But when you were younger, when you when you thought in your mind, oh, wouldn't it be so wonderful or romantic or mm -hmm. fun or adventurous or just such a peaceful, calm lifestyle? Right. And that seed must have been planted long before the opportunity actually presented itself. Right, right. Well, I've always loved to travel and uh, explore and find new places and experience new cultures. But I've never actually thought I would leave the United States because I'm just, a, you know, your typical American girl. But when I felt called to come here, I just 
took that chance and I came here and I loved it and I fell in love and then it all just worked out the way it needed to be so I could move here permanently and relocate here. So, so talk to us a little bit about for the women that are listening and are mm-hmm. saying, oh, I would love to do that, but there's no way I can yeah. live my life here. Right, talk to right. us a little bit about some of, the, some of the challenges and how you overcame leaving mm-hmm. everything that you knew here. Well, I don't know if it was really, a, I don't think it was a challenge for me to leave the United States, actually, or move abroad, because I know I can always go back home if I need to. So in that sense, I don't feel like I've left left officially, but I think the most challenging thing was after I actually got here and the initial dream wore off, if that makes sense. The initial like adventure wore off and excitement wore off and it was more everyday life that I was experiencing here. And then I realized that, oh, I'm living in another country. I'm speaking another language now. I have a different culture now. And then it hit me that that was the challenge of people we eat differently here. We speak differently here. We, the energy is different here. We don't use dish. We don't have a dishwasher here. We don't have a garbage disposal here. I don't use a dryer here. I have to literally hang dry my clothes. And so things like that were really challenging for me because I had a very, I don't want to say it was a posh lifestyle. It was just a normal American lifestyle, but compared to how I live now in Italy, it seems very posh. Does that make sense? Because it's, I had a nice car. I didn't have to worry about holes, like potholes in the road. I didn't have to worry about traffic. I didn't have to worry about hanging my clothes out because if I want to wear something, I have to make sure I wash it two days in advance so it dries in time so I can actually wear it. Does that make sense? And so those are definitely challenges for me. Yeah, because um, in America, if I want to wear something, I'll wash it and 10 minutes later, it's dry. But here, I have to make sure I prepare everything in advance. So challenges like that were definitely something I wasn't mentally prepared for. And now it's just a part of my life. So it's, it's interesting because those of those of us that have traveled abroad a lot, and I've mm-hmm. been traveling to Italy since I was about thirteen years old. Yeah. Uh, you you get used to that life is different there, right. but you're on vacation, right? Exactly. And so it's a completely different mindset. I know mm-hmm. I get to a point if if I'm in if I'm over in Europe or if I'm in in Egypt in particular, after a couple of days, mm-hmm. I'm I'm at the point where I go. Okay, I'm ready to go home and have a normal bathroom. Isn't right, that exactly, exactly. You spent yeah. three weeks in Europe, and you're like, I'm just. Yep, it's, I'm ready for a soft towel. I'm ready for a, an American coffee. I'm ready for my Starbucks. Yeah, right. Which well, Italy has actually you. gotten there for Starbucks. So. Oh my goodness! I've heard they? that. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. They just got a new one. Yeah, but no, it's true. It is definitely challenging in that sense. But on the other side, on the contrary side, it's so amazing to experience this culture and this life because I took 12 weeks of vacation last year and I still have a thriving business. And it's amazing. I took the whole month of August off and I came back and my business was still thriving. And I took, it's not abnormal for me to take a week, 10 days of vacation every three months. And my, at my practice, I'm a chiropractor at my practice, my patients just expect it because we don't, we, we, we enjoy working here, but it's not our life. We have a life outside of work. And so that I think would be definitely one of the highlights of my life right now is that we went on multiple vacations last year and I still had, I met all my goals financially and all the goals for my office during that time. And that's not something I think I could have done in, I probably could have done it in America, but not after only two years of being in business. Well, also, I think your your customers, and if you're one of our chiropractors that are listening, you're paid, but if you're a business right. or an entrepreneur, 
you start to think, well, my customers, if they can't have immediate access to me, mm -hmm. because we're such a 24-7 society here, exactly. if I can't have immediate access to that business, I might just go somewhere else. And ladies, right. I know as business owners and as professionals yeah. that are running your own practices, you're thinking, I can't go on vacation. Mm -hmm. My people might find somebody else. They, they wouldn't mm -hmm. wait. And it's, it's such a relief to know that sometimes they will actually wait for you, believe it or not. Absolutely. They actually, yeah. But in Europe, they almost expect you to go on vacation. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100% they expect it. So, and that's something that I just never dreamed of. And that's just been such a, a positive experience in my life in the last two years too. So there's the, the positive and negatives in every, but that's anywhere you live too, not just if you live abroad. Sure. Now, a question that I know is going to come up is, tell me about the legality. So if, if I was a yeah. woman that wanted to leave and, and go practice over mm -hmm. there or go open a business over there, first of all, yeah. am I even allowed to own a business? And second of all, do I have to give up my citizenship? And listen, there's women from around the world mm -hmm. listening to me. I know some of you are in Australia and Japan mm -hmm. and Canada, but would you have to give up your citizenship? Or And I don't expect you to be an expert mm -hmm. on this, but in your sure, particular sure. case, how did it work? Yeah. In my case in particular, um, as an American, I did not have to give up my citizenship to have to be a resident here. Technically right now, I'm so I married an Italian man. And so that is a whole different thing as opposed to if I wanted just a visa to work. So in my situation, because I'm married to an Italian, I have I will have dual citizenship after five three to five years of marriage. Right now I'm just a, a resident of Italy. And so legality wise, I can keep my residency. I think that that's only for Americans. I'm not sure what other countries are. Um, I'm not sure about other countries, but for America, we can keep our uh, citizenship in America and have dual citizenship. And my children can have dual citizenship also, which is a beautiful thing. Um, legal wise, it depends on what your profession is. I would always suggest if you're a nutritionist or a chiropractor or whatever business you're in, that you email the association of that particular business. So I emailed the Italian Chiropractic Association and I just said I was interested in moving here and I asked them the process of becoming a chiropractor in Italy. And so usually you have to just have your degree there. It's called an apostille. So you usually have to have your degree apostilled and then translated into whatever language it is. And then if there's any sort of um, extra exams or testing that you have to do, you need to do that. So in Italy, there wasn't any special exam or um, extra things I had to do to practice abroad here. However, in the United Kingdom, like in London or Dublin, there's an extra exam you have to pass because the in America, you have to pass the chiropractic national boards. And in London, it's a totally different board exam that you have to pass. And it's um, so that's that's a legality thing that you have to find. And you would just have to find out that in every country you would want to live in and practice in or work in because it's different if you're a nutritionist or if you're um, I'm sure if you're an attorney, because the laws are going to be different there also. And then, so that's the one of the things I would do. And then I would just consult with, um, consult with uh, like a professional um, expat. I don't know what the name would be, like a, a consult consultation person to see if there's anything else you need to do. But I was lucky because I was fortunate enough that I married somebody. So I didn't have to worry about the initial visa. Well, I, the initial visa, I had a, a student visa when I started. And so that allowed me to live here for six months to a year without having any problems or paying any extra uh, fees to be here. So, Terrific. yeah. So, yeah, every country is a little different. Sorry, that was a really broad answer. But. No, no, because uh, because our audience is so diverse. One of the questions that I know will come up as well is what is the culture like toward women? I mean, as any yeah. woman 
something to mm-hmm. this. Now. It's like a huge Me Too movement that started yeah. quite a while ago, and it's it's still mm-hmm. going. But it, <clears throat> it, some people have the perception that Italy is still the kind of place where men just walk up to women and grab them on the middle of the sidewalk right, and they right. want people in. I know yeah. I've been there many times, mm-hmm. and I haven't experienced that level like I used right. to experience in the 80s. What mm-hmm. What's your impression now living over in Europe and traveling yeah. because you've been doing a lot sure, of Sure, sure. Sure, we travel a lot too, which has been great. I would say I haven't had that problem here in Italy. I actually feel more respected as a woman, a professional woman in Europe than I ever did in America because we don't have that, that, what is that, that, um, what is it, the paternal, not the paternal, um, where the men, what is the word I'm thinking of? I'm forgetting oh, well, I'm English words now. Chauvinism and misogyny. Yeah, chauvinism, yeah. You know, we have that. Every country has that. Yeah. yeah. So, but they have it, but it's not, it doesn't seem to be as extreme here in Italy because there are, I have found that there are a lot of women doctors here. There are a lot of women attorneys here. There are a lot of women professionals here. And my husband actually, he, when we spoke about it and I told him that I, I plan on working and even after we have children, I did not plan on being a stay at home mom, which I think is a beautiful thing. I grew up with a stay at home mom, but I want to work um, because I enjoy it. And he's like, yep, that's cool with me. And so there was no resistance there at all. And so I think professionally, I haven't had, I haven't had any problems being a woman. However, being a young professional has been more challenging than being a woman. So in the sense that here, I'm, I'm only 30. And so one of the first things people say when they see me is, oh, you're so young. I wasn't expecting that. And then, you know, you get to impress them with your skills, whether you're 30 or 50 or whatever your age is. Um, so I've had more, I think, I wouldn't say discrimination, but I've had more um, weariness about my age rather than my gender. Does that make sense? That does make sense. And I think yeah. that that's often expected, especially when <clears throat> as, as professionals, we look even younger than we are. Exactly. I think sometimes people kind of get taken aback, like, okay, yeah. where's the owner, right? Because they look right. and say, oh, you're so right. young, you couldn't possibly be mm-hmm. an owner. Only because they right. can't see it for themselves. Exactly. And exactly. I always try to tell women, don't take that as a reflection on you. Take it as mm-hmm. a reflection of them. Just because Absolutely. they couldn't see it for themselves, they can't mm-hmm. imagine it for you. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's say I haven't had too many challenges with that. More, The more challenges I've had with my business are the more bureaucracy, but it's more because it's the Italian bureaucracy and it's just, it's a, nobody knows what's going on here. So more of the bureaucracy has been a headache than, than that when it comes to starting a business here. Well, fantastic. Ladies, I know you're going to have questions for Tristana, and I'm sure if you have particular questions, there's obviously, like she mentioned, there's consultants that can help you with that. But if you wanted to talk to someone personally who's been there and is actually doing what you're thinking of doing, Tristana, how can people reach out to you? They can find me at chow at studiowilliams.it. That's just my email address. Or if they want to call me, I have an international number. But you can find me at Cairo. Or on Studio Williams Peter Pratsko on Facebook. Perfect. And ladies, of course, we'll put a link so that you can reach out to Tristana in the show notes below. Tristana, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was great to chat with you. Absolutely. And for all of our women who join us, thank you so much for joining us at Women's Voices Matter. You are making a difference. Your voice matters. Tristana's voice matters. My voice matters. And collectively, all of our voices are going to help to make the positive impact that you know we're all trying to make. So keep doing what you're doing in your little corner of the world. It is making a difference for the little girls that are watching you, for the young ladies who are looking for a role model, and for the other businesswomen, professionals, and mompreneurs out there who are looking for a pal and a buddy to get through this world together with. Keep doing what you're doing. And we'll keep doing what we're what we've been doing, which is helping 
women around the world really find their inner passion and be able to experience a greater life. So listen, thank you so much for joining us on Women's Voices Matter. Remember, we are here for driven businesswomen, professionals, and mompreneurs who have waited long enough for their opportunities. And we've created the Female Influencer Project to empower you to find your voice, step up, and lead. This is unlike the good old boys club, you know, the guys that repackage their tired old content and put a pretty pink bow on it and call it a women's program. No, ladies, Women's Voices Matter was created by women who are paving the pathway for women just like you who are pursuing a more fulfilling experience. So if you need help finding your genius zone, if you need help trying to find your voice, if you need assistance to learn how to step up and start leading and start having the life of your dreams, that's what we're here for. Reach out to us, lean on us, let us collaborate with you so that you can achieve your ultimate success because when you do, we do. And when we rise, we rise together. So ladies, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you again at Women's Voices Matter.